Hey, Doug. Lindsay, good to see you. Good to see you, too. I feel like it's been a while. It has been a while. We yeah. were just talking about how summer was coming to an end, and now it feels like fall is almost here. Yeah, the weather's yeah. nice. Yeah, feels Sweat, good. Sweatshirts are, mm-hmm. are, for the most part, out. <laughs> yep. Yeah, some some are still holding on to the short sleeves of the yes. summer, but that's okay. We'll <laughs> you know we won't judge. It's a judge free zone. Yes. Um, so yeah, what uh, what what are the things that you've been kind of thinking about the last few weeks? Is- oh man, um, just getting into school rhythms and trying to find a few hours while Juniper's in kindergarten to get some art made or dinner made or something. Something made. made. <laughs> now, I, I heard that, you, I remember you sharing a story about how the mama bear came out and you and yes. you had to like fight Congress. I did, no. <laughs> you went to the Supreme Court. Not quite. Okay. Uh, my local congressman helped me move Juniper's uh, bus stop because it was at a very dangerous spot and I really had to fight for her, which was nice. not something I'm used to doing, <laughs> but it was good. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So we just finished up a, uh, the, the sermon a couple weeks ago on Vision Sunday. Yes, it was great. Yeah, it was really yeah. fun. And I'm really excited because today we actually have an opportunity to listen to a story from the vision caster of Renew, uh, the person J.R. Briggs, who is part of uh, seeing Renew come to being and yes. the church planter and now you're the church. Wow, the peace sign. It's just so good. So, anyways, it's really exciting. Um, for some of you actually may not even know that J.R. Briggs planted Renew. And so we have a chance to just hear some of his story, some of the things like how Renew started. And I just think it it just fits so well with Vision Sunday. Yeah. And even just kind of think that. So welcome, JR. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Good to see you, friends. We're happy to have you here. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah. <laughs> It's, you know, it's, it's funny because I think I'm lucky because I get a chance to sit across microphones from you on a pretty regular <laughs> yes, this basis. This is a pretty common uh, yeah. experience. If I, you don't know, Doug and JR have a, another podcast called The Monday Morning Pastor, which is not just for pastors. I've really enjoyed listening oh, to it. Thank you, so. Lindsay. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyways, JR, good to see you, man. You as well, man. <laughs> Happy Monday. Oh, wait, it's not Monday. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, tell people like how, like, how did Renew get started? What, what things kind of happened? What came into being? Yeah. Yeah. When Megan and I were first married and we lived in Colorado, we pondered planting a church and uh, Colorado Springs is where we were. And we thought about planting a church and we thought, you know, Colorado Springs probably doesn't need another church, mm. uh, even though it is actually below the level of uh, church attendance average in America. Huh. We still felt like I'm not sure we mm-hmm. need it, but we thought maybe at some point in the future. And so we had an opportunity to either join a church planning team to go to Beijing, China, uh, ahead of the Olympics, or wow. come to Pennsylvania. <laughs> And we really sensed God was calling us to Pennsylvania to come to a large church and be on staff there. And it was a rough two years. Mm. Those 24 months, uh, we call those the the dark years mm. of our adult life. And uh, there were some good things, but really dark. And uh, so we, we just got to the point of saying, maybe we need to start praying again about planting a church. Mm. And so... We knew it would cost something. We didn't know how much it would cost in terms of uh, just a lack of receptivity to that from our from our home church. Uh, but so glad we did it. But my goodness, like I think we're still recovering. Like I think we're mm. still tired from mm. sort of the 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 force field that we sort of felt <laughs> in mm. the midst of that. But uh, man, like it's just hard to believe. Like it's been that was like almost twelve years ago. Yeah. Um, 
And so we didn't know what we were doing. We had no money. We had no <laughs> name. We had no building. We had no core team. It was just yeah. stepping out. And I've joked uh, that we should write a book on how not to plant a church. <laughs> yeah, I don't it think is, so. It is completely by God's <laughs> grace of just being damaged goods with no vision, no team. No name. We still don't have a building. You know, it's just we, like, yeah, and we still don't we have still a building. Purposefully don't have a building. Purposefully, yeah. But but like just stepping out and going, God, like if you don't show up, we are cooked. Yeah. And we just kept saying that. Like yeah. uh and and it's fun to look back and we have to be careful not to romanticize it. Like we had no money and mm. we didn't know what we were doing mm-hmm. and God showed up and it's true, but it was stressful. Yeah. Um I mean, I lost 30 pounds of stress from stress mm. and I don't have much to lose. And, and so that was a real mm. stressful period of time uh, for us still knowing we were doing the right thing, but knew it would be hard in theory, didn't know how hard it would be. Yeah. But uh, yeah, recently stumbled across my journals, which mm. was really mm. fun. And it was the, the time that I realized like we're going for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was in the McDonald's uh, off of 309 uh, near Iron Hill Brewery. Which first time and mm. last time I've ever been there. Yeah. <laughs> it just happened to be like I was just down that way, and uh, and it was a Saturday morning, and went in with my journal and was just uh-huh. like, Lord, I've been so afraid to do this because there's no certainty, there's no security. Yeah. Like I'm leaving a, a well-paying job. We are gonna have to sell a very nice house we were in to move into who knows where some rental because no one would give us a loan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could not find a place that would give us a loan to buy a house, and. Uh, so we were just like, okay, we're doing this. We had a one-year-old at the time. Mm. Uh, what are we doing? And uh, so grateful we did it. But even when our core team was meeting, uh, we just said, what what, what are we going to call this thing? Mm-hmm. And uh, total by accident, the name Renew, it's really fascinating. Uh, a friend of mine was planting a church in Center City mm-hmm. through the Liberty Church Network. And, uh, and I met with him and he gave me like his prospectus, which is what church planners write up of like kind of a business plan for church planting. And will you help support us? Will you join our team? So he sent his prospectus and it was called Renew Philadelphia. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what an amazing name that would be, Renew. But man, we're planting a church at the same time. He's in Center City. It's called Renew. Like that would be super confusing, but I couldn't let that go. Um, just renew Philadelphia, like renew Lansdale, like what a Mm -hmm. great name. And, uh, I thought I can't name it. Like that would be really confusing and like website names and people driving to the wrong place. But after like two weeks, I called him and I said, listen, like you have full right of first refusal. Like, please (laughs) tell me, I do not want this to be any sort of rift or division or whatever, but I'm like nervous. Like I'm catching my breath, like trying to talk to him. I'm like, Hey, listen, like, but what do you think about us naming our church renew also long silence? He goes, what are you talking about? And I was like, your prospectus, you know, it says like renew Philadelphia, the name of your church. He's like, no, no, that's like a verb, dude. Like we're planning a church to renew Philadelphia. Oh, wow. We don't want to name this our church. Go for it. I'm honored. I'm honored. Go for it. So that's how Renew got its name. Oh. I was so I almost said, no, no, I shouldn't even ask. That may, it may make it weird. Yeah. And I'm I just love the word. I think if yeah. you could summarize the gospel in one word, yeah. like renew is right yeah. up there next to redeem or reconcile. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, it's still at the beginning, people are like, you mean the renewing community mm. or the renewed community? Mm-hmm. Like, no, renew, like grammatically doesn't even make sense. <laughs> and I was like, Which well, is so I, funny knowing you as like a grammatical, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, the reason being is like, 
it's past, present, and future, yeah. right? So we have yeah. been renewed. We are currently yeah. being renewed, Romans 12, 1 and 2. And then we join God in the renewal of all mm. things. Mm. So how do you do that? Well, you sort of live in the present tense mm -hmm. as well. So even that was a peculiar thing, like the renewed community. Like, mm. what is that? So anyway, but most people like don't know that our church, like by accident, it was, was just reading accident. us like <laughs> church planning perspectives where the dude, that's not it. I was just <laughs> we're trying to help renew Philadelphia, you know? Yeah. So anyway, I love that story. Oh, that's great. And, uh, but it's just been a wild adventure. And I just love, I'm more excited even where it is today than when we started. And I just love, we, we just love seeing uh, you know, it's different being on the other side, but it's mm -hmm. so great yeah. to just be able to see it thriving. And we're still involved, which I'm so grateful for the invitation of the elders to do mm -hmm. that. But like, it's just, there's just no fear. There's no worry. There's mm -hmm. just like, it's just really beautiful to just to be there. And it's even kind of fun to meet people when they come in their first couple of times and then they say, oh, you know, how long you been here? I said, well, I've been here kind of from the beginning. <laughs> like, oh, really? Like, yeah, yeah. So relaxed about <laughs> it. Yeah, you know, the launch team, you know, the core team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're yeah. on the core yeah. team. And, uh, uh, you know, anyway, it's just, yeah. it's just interesting yeah. because there's just, they don't need to know. Yeah. You know, if they ask, I'm not going to lie, but I just think it's beautiful that it yeah. just, you know, it's continuing on, which it, sh it should be. Yeah. continuing on, you know, the, the, le the leader is assessed not when they're in the room, but when they're not. Mm -hmm. yep. And so I just love like the way God is, his favor has been upon Renew. Mm. We have great elders. We do. Mm -hmm. You and, and, and Ben have just been such great pastors and pastoring me and my family now. So it's just a beautiful <laughs> thing. And, uh, it's been neat to see other churches call and say, how did you all transition yeah. so it well? It was a beautiful transition. Yeah. It really was. And to just be a gift, like to tell people mm -hmm. in our church, you are modeling for other churches around mm -hmm. the country how to transition mm -hmm. well. Yeah. And boy, if Renew didn't handle that well, this would have been really rough. Yeah. But the maturity of our <laughs> church. <laughs> <laughs> would be so, yeah. Well, just the maturity yeah. of our church yeah. on so many levels. Yeah. Yes, it's God's favor, but it's partnering with God to say, we trust God, yeah. you know, in, in terms of his kingdom yeah. and what he wants. So I don't know. I, I'm just, we just love where we're at. And I think it was one of our elders said it was a win, win, win. Yeah. You know, it's a win for Doug. I remember that. And yeah. it's a win for the church, and it's a win for us. Yeah. And so, and I would agree. Interestingly enough, you mentioned, you know, being part of Renew, and you actually just jumped into a new volunteer role with Renew. Yeah. You want to talk a little bit about yeah. that? Yeah. Because it's well, good stuff. Well, as we were about, in the months talking with the elders, I think even before we yes. had uh, talked about it publicly uh, in terms of the transition, uh, transitioning out, uh, saying, I got this crazy idea and I don't know where it came from, but wondering if I should volunteer with the middle school <laughs> with, with student ministries. And I've never had that thought in my <laughs> life. Uh, and even with, uh, you know, Carter now being in seventh grade, I thought like maybe he doesn't even want dad around, yeah. you know, even though we have a good relationship of just knowing like still dad, you know. And so mm -hmm. I wanted to be sensitive to that. But he said, no, dad, I, I think it'd be great. Yeah, like, go for it. I, I like having you around. I'm like, I don't want to embarrass you. He's like, no, no, you won't embarrass me. I'm like, let's record that. Remember yeah. that when you were a junior in high school and remind you that you said that. But um yeah, it's been it's been great, and they're teaching me a lot. And uh, but to and I'm not leading middle school uh, youth ministry, 
but just helping and volunteering and yeah. we had a volunteer meeting last night in our back porch with the volunteers. That's so fun. That is awesome. So yeah, it's, it's been good. And we've always talked that, that our children are not the future of Renew, they're the present. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to influence sort of the next generation, we sat around the table last night and read these what if statements. And they were statements like, what if 10 to 15 years from now, we find these students are our elders mm. wow. at Renew? Wow. What if stories 30 years from now of people saying my life was changed mm-hmm. because this volunteer loved me well mm-hmm. when I was in middle school. And that's my story. Mm. And middle school was when I had great youth pastors that mm. built into me. And I'm not sure I'd be in ministry without my dad and my two youth pastors. Mm. And so I told that story and I said, you know, normally they say five students to one volunteer. I'm like, how crazy would it be if there were five volunteers for every student mm. of just switching the ratio of allowing so, I mean, I say this boldly, if anybody's listening to this, a part of Renew, like there's never too many, like yeah. to see people passionate about Jesus, to be around students, because more is caught than taught. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have to be cool. You know, you can have the tube socks and the thick glasses, like it's totally fine, but do you care for back. students? So that's true. That's true. But, but do you care for students? Yes. Yeah. Do you yeah. love Jesus and want them to love Jesus too? Then you qualify. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, just talking through that was just amazing. That's so and, cool. um, yeah. so yeah, I'm, I'm teaching, uh, whenever Neil and Mary need me to teach and, yeah. and that's, yeah. that's so true. I was telling, um, some folks, let's told a few people this, but Joel and Kelly, uh, hung out with Kylie and Caleb like two weeks ago, Mary and I were at a wedding and, uh, Kylie and I were driving home from church. We had church the next day and I said, Oh, did you have a good time with Joel and Kelly? And she was like, and she just told me all about it and the fun that they had and this, uh, and the other thing. And she could just, she just went on and on for about 10 minutes. And then at the end she said, you know, dad, when I get married, I hope my marriage is like Joel and Kelly's. Wow. Mm. And it's like, and I remember shooting Joel a text. And even as I, Joel was in the room and I was sharing the story today and uh, earlier today. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like, what you've just done mm-hmm. is worth more than any preaching piece that I'll ever be able to give to my kid. And mm-hmm. yet you built into them mm-hmm. when they were teenagers. Yeah. yeah. Which and is, you were their youth pastor. Which is <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, I think, but it, again, it's like, man, we plant seeds and we don't, sometimes we don't even know, <laughs> we don't even know what we're doing, but we just know we're being faithful to like loving Christ in front of others. Oh. Yeah. It changes, it changes people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. In amazing yeah. ways. Totally. I mean, yeah. and we were we were talking about that last night. What if Renew's greatest evangelism expression and outlet was what God was doing among Renew youth? Mm. Mm-hmm. Like what if that led the church? Mm-hmm. Not that it's competition, but it's just saying, yeah. like, don't think that like, oh, it's adults up here and kids yeah. down here. Yeah. Um, but what if what if we saw like a work of the spirit and people coming to faith and it started because youth their lives were changing and their parents are like, I have to check this out and mm-hmm. go to this thing that sounds like a cult renew community. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they don't even have a building. Gym. It's grammatically incorrect. I've never noticed it was grammatically incorrect, how, but that's how okay. Can, how can they have a church with three one-way streets right there? <laughs> that's that is great. true. I mean, even it's, it's funny. Like, I love that we don't have a building, you know, yeah. and I love that we, yeah. that we were helping one of our partners, uh, with Advent a couple of years ago, 
put a roof on their building when yeah. we don't have yeah. a building. Like yeah. I just think I know. that's so amazing. Yeah. It's so good. And yeah. uh, but we've had opportunities to have buildings and we've prayed through it as elders through the years and it felt like it's just not yeah. with our vision. And it's a goofy vision. I really thought once after we got our name, we're gonna rent out a middle school and we're gonna fill an auditorium mm-hmm. and we're gonna have someone you know, on a worship band and I'll preach every week. And that has not been our structure at all. <laughs> right. But we started with the question, why have a Sunday gathering? Yeah. And it took us eight hours, mm-hmm. four, two hour launch team meetings to come up with an answer. We we're all yeah. frustrated by the end. Just tell us. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I think we should have one. Yeah. But if it's not clear, we can't move forward. And we came up with, someone said formation and mission. Mm -hmm. And it was Tracy Commons. Mm. Tracy said, I think we're close, but the middle word is wrong. It's formation for mission. Mm. We're shaped in order to be sent out. Mm -hmm. And we're all like, bingo. So we wrote formation for mission on the board. And I said, okay, so what are the things that form us and send us out? Mm. And they're like, prayer, telling stories, having an intermission so we can interact (laughs) Um, For those of you who don't know, we used so, to have an intermission. We did, we did. <laughs> but all those things other than intermission are still a part still, of yeah. our lowercase yeah. l liturgy. Yeah. And we did that in about 17 minutes. Mm. But it took eight hours of mm-hmm. figuring out why. And then we said, do we have to? Tracy also, Tracy just kind of was like needling and provoking for the kingdom. <laughs> and he said, do we all have to do all this in the same room every week? Mm. And we we're like, what do you mean? He's like, well... And so originally we thought, do we go three weeks of house church and then just have a monthly gathering? Oh, wow. And then we thought, do we have three gatherings and then just maybe one house church? Huh. And there were some that thought one, some thought yeah. the other. We realized that every Sunday yeah. gathering probably wasn't what we were after. Yeah. So then somebody said, well, what if we did kind of every other, like big, small, big, small, kind of like mm-hmm. Lansdale's small, 16,000. Philadelphia's huge, fourth largest mm-hmm. city in America. So we live with this dual identity in the mm-hmm. region already, small yeah. town, big city. What if we sort of had that small family feel, large gathering mm-hmm. feel? And so we said, well, let's try it. And I felt like we were playing chicken with the, mm-hmm. the core team a little bit because people are like, this is weird. And yeah, like, it does make it hard to invite people to church. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> and so like we just said, like, let's stick with it. And yeah. there were times I'm like, we should pull the plug. People hate this. What am yeah. I doing? A mutiny is yeah. about to start. So it was just like, who's going to swerve first playing, <laughs> playing chicken? And um, now I think if we changed it, people would be mad to yeah. change They're it. Being yeah. right? Oh, for yeah. sure. And so yeah. it's just interesting how yeah. like that has become our vision. Yeah. But uh, not at all what I thought when we started That's to cool. plant that this yeah. is what it would be. And but. I think too, it's interesting. You and I have had conversations with other pastors who have done the house church thing and they haven't, their house churches, the house church structure has not lasted as long, mm. yeah. mm-hmm. but I think it's that big and small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think, you know, and just God's faithfulness. Yeah. In the, in the midst yeah. Of that. Our yeah. shepherds, I mean, mm-hmm. we have, we would not yeah. be where we are mm-hmm. without our shepherds. Our and shepherds I tell people, fine. if Amazing. we don't have an equipping culture, our church literally falls apart mm-hmm. in two weeks. In two weeks. In two weeks. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that the Lord has been gracious to provide us great shepherds yeah. and yeah. mature leaders mm-hmm. and experienced elders. Like, um, God has just been so kind to us. Yeah. Yeah. He's been so yeah. gracious. It was so, one of the first conversations that I had with JR, we were, I started as an apprentice and we're, we were, we were somewhere and he goes, you ever had the, 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 he said the beer truck, but beer or bread, depending on who you are, but the beer <laughs> yeah. or bread truck conversation. It's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, it's like, if you and I were walking and we get hit by a truck today and killed, 
what happens to the church. And that was one of those moments of realizing, I think there's something really important about this equipping culture of saying, yeah, I mean, saying yes to people and helping people figure out how to do the thing that God's calling them Mm. to, opposed to having everything run through the staff, you know, everything Mm. run through JR, everything run through Doug or everything run through, you know, Ben. Mm -hmm. But that's just been such a, like such a shaping thing just to mm. see yeah. that played out yeah. time after time after time. And, and even the way that like, sadly, that's, that's actually, we've, we've had sadly and joyfully, we've been able to send people out from our mm-hmm. community because they've, yeah. they've entered into those spaces and then been called away, Yeah, yeah. which is like yeah. awesome. Like yeah. it's such a victory yeah. opposed to like, you know, we're not hoarding this, but we're right. like, how do we share this beautiful? Well, to gift? use a JRism, we're known for our sending capacity, not mm-hmm. our seating capacity. Yes, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And as am I, sort of send out Sunday. Little did I know <laughs> that I would be the one being sent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where I got emotional on that last mm-hmm. day. Was we've talked about this. We've talked about yeah. this. I sort of brought this phrase to our mm-hmm. vocabulary. And yet I'm the one. Wow. I've never thought about that. That was being yeah. sent. Yeah. And uh and to see Renew celebrate that yeah. was pretty meaningful. Yeah. You know? And I don't think a single person left Renew. No. No. Over. I really don't. And no. uh, and you know, it's an adjustment. In some ways it still is for people, but mm-hmm. I think there were times with the elders, I'm like, what am I missing? Like something like it's all going well. Like, what am I missing? There's <laughs> yeah. like, there's probably a problem where they're, yeah. they're talking about behind our back. And, yeah. and then it was like, Tim just put his arm on my shoulder. <laughs> he was like, maybe it's just God's favor. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we yeah. just need to say, thank you, yeah. Lord. I'm like, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh yeah, that's right. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Transitions, there's always bumps, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. I think I anticipated realistically more. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, but, I mean, it's just so fun. Like, it's almost like vicariously living through like the joy of your kid. Like you mm. see your kid grow up and then do something, mm-hmm. you know, on a sporting event or whatever. And you don't say like, hey, like, that's yeah. my kid. Yeah. You know? yeah. But inside you're just like, there's joy of seeing that kid grow to maturity. Yeah. And so like, it's so fun to see Renew in that place now. Mm-hmm. Um, just saying like, thank you, Lord, that I had a small part to play and seeing that and sort of like living vicariously mm-hmm. through it doing so well now like it's just really really a a joy it's joy so with that jr a, a, a lot of people know you as a guy who is a volunteer well not mm-hmm. yet but now officially we know you as a volunteer in the middle school in the youth you know in our student ministry stuff uh, but you also wear some pretty unique hats tell us a little bit about the ways that god has called you into some of these unique spaces i mean i know there's a few so go ahead and name them like what other things are you involved in because you didn't just step out on to renew and retire right <laughs> Right. Maybe you did. We just, <laughs> you didn't know it. So no, um, about five years into Renew, I had people that would just ask, hey, like we're trying to do a similar model of this every other mm. week thing. Can mm. you coach me? Mm. I'm like, and that's where about <laughs> when I got trained to, uh, to be a coach. And so, okay. And then people just asked. And then Ecclesia asked, the Ecclesia Network, our church planning network, hey, would you come on staff? And I'm like, really? I don't know if mm-hmm. I can help. And they're like, yeah, we'd love to have you. And so it was just like, five or 10 hours a week. And then it got, you know, to kind of the point that I went to our elders. I, yeah, it was five years in 
And I said, you were about to finish your, your apprentice, mm -hmm. uh, apprentice year. Mm -hmm. And I said to the elders, I, I submit to your authority. Doug's about to be done. I submit to your authority, but I'd like to humbly suggest that you fire me. Uh, I still remember this it was upstairs at Henning's. Like mm. we were meeting up there. Mm. I can still remember the table. And I said, uh, I want to suggest that you fire me as being the lead pastor at Renew. Mm. Not because I don't love it, but I think the first several years you need this apostolic kingdom entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. But the, after a while, that entrepreneur, entrepreneur needs to step back and more shepherding gifts mm -hmm. need to come in. Doug is a great shepherd, better than I will ever be. And I think that's what our church needs. And so I would suggest that you all consider hiring Doug full-time. And if there's room in the vision and the budget, hire me on halftime. And uh, Tim Culp had a goofy grin on his face across the, the table there. And um, I'm going for about 10 minutes. Here's why, pros and cons. I think it would work and, and everybody, you know, uh, because these are growing opportunities for me over here, but I still want to be rooted in Renew. And uh, I said, we're all done, like, I wanted to hear from you all, but like, Tim, you go first, because <laughs> what are you thinking? And Tim looked at us and he said, I had a dream about mm. this very thing, mm. but I promised the Lord I wouldn't say anything until you brought it up first. Wow. And then Dwayne went, he said, I didn't have a dream. It just makes sense to me. <laughs> and then everybody else said, yeah, this makes sense for yeah. everybody. And mm. I remember talking to you and sitting down right after your finger yeah. uh, oh, incident. Yeah. And I, I said, hey, you know, uh, the elders want me to talk to you and see if you would come on full time. And I think it was the time I've seen you cry the most and the hardest mm. was when I shared mm. that with you. Yeah. Mm. And that was a pretty meaningful day. That yeah. was a hugely meaningful and, um, day. So that we did that for five years, kind of that, you know, you full time, me, me half time. And it was five and, years. And, yeah. It was five wow. years of that. They were awesome. Yeah. Years. Yeah. Were and, uh, yeah. And, 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 then at the end of that, uh, had an opportunity to to go uh, to biblical seminary now Missio Seminary as a student, but uh, in the the Doctor of Ministry program, but also to teach there. Mm -hmm. But as that opportunity came up, I said to the Lord, like I have seven email addresses, like I have to drop one role, mm. and I don't know what that role is, mm -hmm. but I would not have guessed it would be renew. Yeah. But in the midst of that, going to the elders. Just saying, hey, I, I think it's probably time. Mm. And uh, I remember there were smiles and tears, like mm -hmm. at the same time on the same face uh, with people and said, yeah, but this is right. And it was awesome. It was a beautiful time. And and uh, yeah, I mean, Doug, I don't think you would have been ready five years ago, yeah. but mm -hmm. you were totally ready yeah. probably three years ago. And maybe I even stuck around too long, no. but it just mm -mm. to see you slide into that, um, like just thinking like you're ready. You're ready. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, and then Ben coming on sort of like in that halftime role. Mm -hmm. Like it was just beautiful to see yeah, how all that kind of kind of happened. But um, yeah, so it's just neat to that we have elders. Like I, if they had said no, I would have been totally submissive to them. Mm -hmm. Same here. Like mm -hmm. I submit to their authority. But when they said, this this sounds great, let's do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's that's been really neat to, I don't think we understand at Renew how, how privileged we are to have the elders we do mm. because some people, this is the only thing they know. Mm -hmm. I work with churches that pastors tell me regularly when I ask them, what's the worst part of your month? They say elder meetings. Mm. Mm. They say, I have to prove myself that I'm valid. Oh, gosh. I have to prove that 
I'm still worthy of being employed at this church. Mm. And they said, I'm, I'm as depressed as I can be when I come home or the next day. Some of them take the day off after mm. an elder meeting. I've never felt that. <laughs> no. Um, I come home energized. Yeah. Sometimes I can't sleep because yeah. I'm amped up. I'm yeah. sure. And so I just, Renew, yeah. I just want to just remind you how grateful we are. God has been so gracious mm -hmm. to give us elders. We may not always agree with them or there may be different mm -hmm. differences of personalities, but you have no idea what yeah. some pastors go They're through with their elder team. For our church. And um, so anyway, all that to say, yeah, Kairos Partnerships is the organization um, that we started. I guess it's almost seven years ago now. Mm. And um, I just love helping leaders that want to be hungry and healthy. Mm -hmm. And uh, most of them are kingdom leaders. Some of them uh, aren't, but most of them are kingdom leaders because when the leader is healthy, everybody wins. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and when the leader is not healthy and doesn't steward the opportunities in front of them, well, everybody loses. Mm -hmm. And um, so Kairos is a Greek word for time. Kronos is one where we get 845 on a Tuesday. That's Kronos time, like chronology mm -hmm. on your watch. But Kairos time is those moments, those pregnant with possibility moments that God's trying to get our attention. They can be make us bitter or better, but they never leave us the same. They mm -hmm. always leave a mark on mm -hmm. us. And how we steward Kairos moments and the men's discipleship group and the women's discipleship group knows mm -hmm. the Kairos circle. But when leaders who are often lonely don't steward Kairos moments well, everybody suffers. Mm. But when they do it well, everybody thrives. Mm. And so what we found is that leaders, when they have Kairos moments, were lonely, discouraged, disillusioned, and afraid and didn't know who to talk to. Mm. And we thought it was actually with Jason Sheffield mm. and one of our former apprentices, we were sitting there and I explained, I, we just want to partner with leaders who are having Kairos moments. And he's like, well, why don't you call it Kairos partnerships? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we just want to live up to our name. <laughs> yeah. And that's how it started. And uh, so, yeah, everything from coaching, consulting, speaking, writing, um, teaching at the seminary now, Missio Seminary is now down in, down in the city, moved from Hatfield to the city. Mm. Um, we say we do everything except counseling. Counseling is very important. Mm. I highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. Personally, I mm. highly recommend it. Um, but it's just as far as insurance and billing and mm -hmm. all, we didn't want it. But we yeah. recommend and refer often. Uh, around the country and locally. Um, but we offer everything except that to just help leaders grow. And and it's been fun to have Doug involved now as, yeah. as part, a little bit of part of that team. And and obviously with the, the podcast he and I are doing together. So it's been it's been a great ride. It, in some ways, I still feel, I, I compare it to like medicine. Like I still feel like even though I'm not pastoring in a local church setting, it's like I moved from being in the ER mm. to now I'm teaching at a teaching hospital teaching doctors mm. how to be better doctors. Hmm. And so I'm hmm. still in medicine, if you will, yeah. but just a different form of medicine. And, uh, and I love that. I love that. And truthfully, it's probably better for my personality mm -hmm. that I'm in this role. I th I'm think I'm more relaxed. And I just look at people like Doug and Ben and I say, man, like just, I think God has wired you um, maybe with more cohesion and alignment to do that. doesn't mean I didn't like it, uh, but uh, I just, I, I see more, naturally supernatural fruit mm. coming out in you all in your roles. And I think it was a great time to, to start. I'm a starter. Mm -hmm. I just started in the farmer's market, mm -hmm. epic fail pastors conferences, mm -hmm. I remember that. <laughs> you know, Kairos partnerships renew. like I'm a starter, yeah. but when it's up and rolling and kind of steady and stable, mm -hmm. that's when I need to back off and let mm -hmm. others lead. Sure. You're not a seven. And, uh, 
I'm not definitely not a seven. Enneagram talk, sorry. <laughs> Mr. M, Mr. Munch. Did I miss that? Yeah. Yeah, JR, I think it's been really neat too to to watch just it feels like the things that you've been involved in, you've you've done you've done it really well with a lot of intentionality. Mm-hmm. And, uh, y- you know, I know you're super uncomfortable talking about yourself, which <laughs> is hilarious because you have so many good things to say, but, mm-hmm. um, tell us a little bit about, I know you just celebrated, uh, officially on Facebook, sort of two things being completed. Can mm. you share a little bit about those two things? Um, oh. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering what the second one is, to be honest with you. I, I know thought, the first one. I thought one. there was a manuscript that was- Oh, made, well, made, that's, that's a week away. That's not <laughs> public. <laughs> not, not, well, I haven't turned it in yet. Okay. <laughs> so it's coming. Yeah. But um, yeah, so you know, the reason why I left Renew was to enter the doctoral program mm-hmm. in the midst of all the other things. And so it's weird to think like, wow, now I'm like, I turned in my dissertation. So mm-hmm. that feels really good. It doesn't mean it's done. I go to my oral defense and what dissertation. Was yeah, it was training- Kingdom leaders, how mm. to ask better questions mm. for the benefit of the kingdom. I love questions. Mm-hmm. Reading 229 books on questions and question asking <laughs> and for writing this your dissertation. Own. <laughs> and writing my own uh, with Michael, yeah. which was wonderful. And um, so, you know, Jesus asks over 300 questions. Mm. Uh, we don't often see how often Jesus asks them. So mm. that was just like the appendix. It was just going through the New Testament of every question Jesus asked, where he asked it, who he asked it to, what location, what reference, mm. why he asked it, and what kind of question he asked. Oh, that was goodness. just Appendix B. <laughs> but it was wonderful. Yeah. And he also was asked 183 questions, but he only directly answered five of them. Wow. Whoa. I'm not going to tell you which five. You're going to have to study on your own. <laughs> we'll have to read the dissertation. I bet half so. of those were why from a toddler. That's, that's my life right now. <laughs> I don't answer most of those either. So. <laughs> Jesus had let the little children come under me. Just because. Ah. <laughs> so, yeah, so submitting that uh, felt great. And then here in a few weeks, I'll I'll defend that um, in the oral review. And then, yeah, I've been also writing a book uh, with Zondervan, um, which will be out next year, um, called The Sacred Overlap. Mm. And uh, so really excited. Lindsay was one of my readers, yeah, which was I'm, terrific. Yeah, I cannot so, wait to read so, this final copy. <laughs> well, so grateful for the feedback that you and others put in. And it's a different product because you good. all helped with oh, that, yeah, that's and awesome. uh, which is great. So yeah, uh, people say, oh, the same topic. I'm like, couldn't be more different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Completely two different yeah. So I basically wrote two books here over the list. Um, yeah, so two plus years I've been working on these two projects and they both are due on October 1. Wow. <laughs> so got the dissertation in a little bit early and I probably will be a few days early that on That just seems the mean. But, like, was that on purpose? Or? I, I'm like, is this bad luck? <laughs> like, what is this? They just landed Friday on the, the same day. <laughs> but now so. what does October 2 look like for you? Great question. <laughs> yeah, great question. It's a with, good question, Lindsay. With <laughs> Kairos partner, I wish I could say a, a right. nap for Take three days. So, but the vacation. Go to Disneyland. September, October, with Kairos Partnerships is always my most intense two mm. months. Mm-hmm. So that's when people are like, there's a lot of retreats mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and engagements and fresh expressions, which is one of the organizations mm. I work for. They do a bunch of events in the fall. So fall is super busy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I just looked at my like American Airlines app and I'm like, <laughs> 
I have eight trips before Christmas. What? Wow. This is like yesterday. I saw yeah. that. Like, oh, and I've gone through probably eight already. <laughs> oh, um, but I, and I love it. I do love it. But it's just intense. Yeah. And summer's a little bit lower, and then Christmas is a little mm-hmm. slower. Um, but this is kind of a real intense mm. season here. So all that to say, I keep saying if I can get to November first, if mm. I can get to November first. <laughs> so. Even though those two things are in, yeah, there's still there's a whole still bunch a of travel yeah. and, and opportunities. But I love it. They're hungry yeah. leaders that want to grow. Yeah. That's how God has wired me. I, yeah. I, in front of me here, I, I keep a kind of a notebook in my back pocket and I've got these you know, cheap little index cards, but they just remind me. I look at them every day mm. and at the top are my four life goals, or mm. big asks, life goals, whatever you want to um, say. But why am I here, basically? Mm-hmm. And it took me a year to come up with mm. these but of just knowing that God's wired me to do these four things. Number one, to be the most loving and faithful husband and father I can possibly be. Mm. Number two, to teach, train, equip, encourage, and empower hungry kingdom leaders. Mm. I'm just wired for that. Mm. They got to be hungry. Mm. If they're apathetic, mm. I will wither on the vine. Mm. But if they're hungry, I'll bend over backwards and I come alive. If they say, I just want to grow. I want to mm. steward what God wants me to do. Mm. I just need some help or direction or perspective or encouragement. Um, three is to grow fruit on other people's trees. Mm. We have a phrase in our family, arrows pointing out. Mm. The arrows should never point in. Mm. They should always be pointing out. Sort of our pipes, not buckets mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. And so arrows pointing out. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, to collaborate and create good kingdom mischief. Mm. I just mm-hmm. like kicking up good kingdom mischief. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be good. <laughs> uh, but those four things, like everything I do mm-hmm. wraps around those four things. Wow. And uh, so they'll take different expressions, mm-hmm. but everything I do is, is in that. And I'm grateful the Lord made that clear to me. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm just trying to steward those four passions. Yeah. Could you tell us a little bit how God made those clear to you? Yes. Um, I, when I, when I coach others, I, I ask some questions of them that I asked of myself. Mm. So when do I feel most alive mm-hmm. is a big one. Mm-hmm. When do I feel most drained? Mm. And so I would go through each night before I went to bed for a few years and just bullet point, just like two minutes. Mm-hmm. When did I feel most alive today? Mm. When did I feel most drained? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just began to notice patterns. Yeah. And the other thing too is a mentor told me when you're using your spiritual gifts, you're both exhausted and exhilarated mm. at exactly the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I began to notice some patterns. Yeah. Wow. I'm exhausted when I start something new, but I'm like, yes, this mm-hmm. is so great. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm teaching, when I'm done teaching, I feel exhausted physically, mm-hmm. but mentally and emotionally, I'm just charged up. Mm-hmm. I used to teach on Sunday nights at our former church. I couldn't fall asleep to about three or four on Sunday <laughs> because I couldn't get my wow. mind to calm down because I was so amped yeah. and excited about yeah. being able to teach and see mm-hmm. people get it. Um, so that's that's a big one. Yeah. Um, also, not in a way that's like narcissistic or self-serving, but of noticing what are people complimenting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are people saying, man, that was, I love when you do that. Yeah. That was so helpful. Mm-hmm. And for the sake of God's kingdom, where are people noticing where that's happening? Yeah. The other thing is community of mm. really vulnerably asking friends and family who are willing to be honest, not, oh, you're great at everything, <laughs> but of really being able to say, yeah. you know what? These things probably aren't your thing, <laughs> but man, these three things, you do that so well and so naturally. And there's fruit in your life when yeah. you do this. And maybe the Lord wants you to be doing more of that. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so- um, someone once said to me, like, JR, you love teaching. 
um, you love writing and probably you like writing because writing is teaching on paper. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. That makes sense. That makes total sense to me. <laughs> and then there are tools as well, in yeah. addition to community, like Strengths Finder, yeah. Spiritual Gifts Assessment, Enneagram. Mm-hmm. Like you can mm-hmm. really learn a lot and then kind of have a good constellation of feedback around you to say, huh, wow. Mm. Okay, Lord, I think I'm getting some clarity here. Almost like, you know, a pair of binoculars, like you're just constantly kind of adjusting yeah. the lenses of going, yeah. it's foggy. It's, mm. I can sort of see that that's a big, you know, mountain out there, but just enough turning and tilting, you go, oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, nice and clear. Yeah. And that process takes a while. Mm. But when we invite others in and we submit ourselves to sort of, you know, feedback and listening to the Lord and um, these things charge me up. Yeah. I mean, this is what I want said at my funeral. This is what I want people to line up when I retire and thank yeah. me for, you know, yeah. um, not for pats on backs, but to say right. I'm deeper in my journey with Jesus because mm-hmm. dot, 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 mm-hmm. your involvement here. Yeah. Um, so then, then I take those sort of think with the end in mind mm-hmm. and back up and say, okay, so in the next year, how can I invest with great faith and excitement in some goals or projects that might tip to that? Mm. And then I back up and say, okay, it's six things in six weeks. What are the six stretch things that I could work on? Hmm. Right now it's turning my dissertation and turning my, <laughs> my manuscript. But then also I have monthlies and dailies. Mm-hmm. So every day, so every day I look at this, up at, this is 6 a.m. I'm now at 5.55. So <laughs> not that early for some people, but for me, that's really early. So <laughs> get up early, scripture before phone. That's like mm-hmm. been a great phrase for me. Scripture yeah. before phone, gratitude journal read for at least 30 minutes, breathe deeply. I'm a shallow breather, recovering shallow (laughs) breather. And then one meaningful conversation with each family member every day. Mm. That's just every day before I go to bed, I got to have those things done. Mm. So anyway, Mm. God's, you know, it's, it's been neat. And then I had, I had a dream about, I don't know, two years ago. And, uh, it was two numbers, 10,000 and five. And I'm like, Lord, you're just going to have to help me with this. <laughs> and and um, let me check my spirit here. Um, yeah, I think it's okay. Um, I haven't, I've never shared this publicly, which mm. is why I'm just. Mm. And uh, so it was this vision that I, I'm, I'm fairly confident from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was in, if you steward this well, JR, there'll be 10,000 people in your lifetime who will be impacted. Wow. And it will continue for five generations of impact. Wow. So you'll invest and you won't even see it all. Mm-hmm. So we talk about 2 Timothy 2, 2, mm-hmm. right? And seeing four generations in that verse. Mm-hmm. But the Lord's saying, I want, if you steward this well, you'll be, you won't even see it, but yeah. you'll have five, you can trace it back to five mm-hmm. levels if you're faithful. Hmm. And um, so faithfulness is a big word. Yeah. Uh, I've never regretted a day of being faithful. Yeah. But I've had lots of regrets on the days that I've been unfaithful. Mm. And um, so, yeah, I just kind of one of those dreams. It wasn't purple monkeys riding unicycles, <laughs> but it was like the Lord is trying to get my attention yeah. while I'm asleep. Yeah. And you better pay attention, Briggs. And yeah. and it was for two or three weeks, like 10,000 and the number five. Like, what does that even mean? Hmm. And it took some of that binocular adjustment yeah. to yeah. say, oh, there it is. That's what that means. Yeah. And then this... <gasps> Whoa, mm. like I got to steward this well, which means yeah. I got to be faithful yeah, and uh, uh, not a sprint, not a trendy, faddish thing for a year. Like mm-hmm. this is a lifelong 
faithfulness journey. Yeah. And uh, so that's kind of been sort of my my compass. Yeah. Uh, uh, sort of driving this, but. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. I feel like I asked that selfishly, but I feel like that'll help a lot of people. <laughs> well, I think what's so cool, like, and again, we'll get into this in, in Advent, but I love how even just a, our Advent this year really is getting at that. Too, yeah. Ooh. Which is just like, dude, it gets me so excited. When you shared, yeah. I mean, sorry to like put teasers Teaser, in here, teasers. but <gasps> wait, wait Gosh, for I, Advent. I don't even know, dude, and you're teasing me. <laughs> it's, I, I think. I think that when, was when a I, dream too. But, but, but yeah, when, I, when I heard you, when I heard you share the that and mm. the, yeah. and this that the mm. thing that that we're going to talk about at Advent yeah. this year, like the the Holy Spirit just like like tear like I yeah. feel the Holy Spirit mm. show up when tears well up in my mm-hmm. eyes yeah. and it was mm-hmm. like just tear and it's like yes Lord that's yeah. that sounds like a God shaped dream. Yeah. I've I've yet yeah. to talk about it and not cry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I know it it takes. <laughs> some of my passions and smushes them all together into one initiative. And uh, so we'll just torture you a little bit more. Yeah. Here, Lindsay. Yeah. I can't Sorry, wait. Uh, I with, can't with wait. With this by saying. It, <laughs> I uh, told them not to tell me because I can't keep <laughs> yeah. secrets. So. Like, I won't keep a secret. Keep don't it. tell me. So don't tell me, but, <laughs> but now I'm dying. <laughs> but, of, but of all the things that I've been a part of in my adult life, um, <laughs> this is the most significant thing I've ever wow. done. Wow. I can't and, wait. Uh, I'm excited for Renew. To yeah. join in with That's it. That's super cool. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. Yeah. We'll just torture Lindsay by stopping <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> so, JR, one thing that Lindsay and I ask everyone who's on the show is how have you been noticing God Monday through Saturday? Mm. Yeah. 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 One of the things, one of the joys that I have of serving leaders around the country, and I, I some days I never leave my house, but <laughs> in the process of that, I've been in like, Grand Rapids, Seattle, mm. Dallas, um, Canada, you know, of uh, talking with leaders, uh, Skyping with leaders, being on Zoom calls with leaders, uh, writing. I mean, it's just uh, to see what God's doing around the country mm. and then to come to Renew on Sunday mm-hmm. is super cool. Mm. To see God at work in different denominations. And mm-hmm. so Kairos, we've worked with 40 different denominations in the wow. last year. And so like every denomination has pros and cons, right? Mm-hmm. They have strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And so to see that during the week and go, oh my gosh, this is unbelievable mm-hmm. what God's doing with that church planner in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And what God's doing with this person, this woman today I was uh, coaching and the way she's stewarding in, in, in Baltimore, her husband's terminal illness mm. and to see the way she's just loving God by trying to be a leader, but having to pull back to just care for mm. her husband mm. and saying like, you're an amazing wife. Mm-hmm. You are loving God mm-hmm. by loving your spouse. Mm-hmm. It's just unbelievable. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, especially in this busy season here, um, there's a lot of like late Saturday night flights home. Mm. So like, yeah, like last Saturday night, I was, you know, having dinner in the like uh, Charlotte airport and then home at 1130 and then going to house church the next morning, mm. even though it's jarring. But that awesome thing to equip leaders, you know, in Cleveland on Saturday, mm. last Saturday, and then to come to be with my house church. It's like, I'm so glad to be home. Mm-hmm. I walk in Rick and Becky's house and I'm like, so great to see my mm. house church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's that that sort of dual like national 
mm-hmm. regional side to then be like hyper local the next mm-hmm. morning. Yeah. Sounds a lot like the, the structure awesome. for new. Yeah. 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 And then the week before to be in Boston on a Saturday night and then like back in town, mm-hmm. you know, so it's this, I just love seeing locally what God's doing, mm-hmm. but also then during the week seeing what God's doing nationally. And so there's a lot to be complain about of the church in North America today, but I'm telling you, I'm hearing stories of hope. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing stories. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, like this God is doing a work. Mm -hmm. And I love that I can just kind of peek over the hedges and have pom-poms in my hand and just cheerlead people and encourage and pray and help Mm -hmm. and support. So the in-between is really fun because Mm -hmm. I'm nationally kind of keeping my ear to what God's up to around the country, but then coming back locally is really cool. So yeah. um, even like the Sunday preaching at a, at a Mennonite church in the region mm. that wanted me. So I'll miss my family at Renew on mm. Sunday, but also knowing that even Renew sending me out is mm. now blessing even in our Bucksmont mm. region, mm-hmm. uh, other churches too, by having me available yeah. to do that. So that's a long answer. And <laughs> Dude, it's answer, great. That's great. No. It's all good. I'm seeing God at work <laughs> in other areas and at Renew. Yeah. It's a pretty cool privilege, and I'm really grateful for that. Lindsay, it's so good to have an opportunity to sit with JR and just to listen to the stories and to be reminded of of who we are as a community, but even just the faithfulness of of what we've seen God do within Renew and within JR. And just, yeah, I think that word faithful that he used, I've just loved. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm product of a guy who was, instead of looking at how to grow a church, he was looking at how do I equip leaders to lead this church in mm. my stead. Mm-hmm. And that deeply mm-hmm. shaped me. Yeah. I mean, that's, you yeah. know, that's the story of Ben. That's mm-hmm. the story of watching so many others within Renew, like just seeing them equipped. And yeah. so it's just really yeah. fun to sit. And it's really cool that he lives a few blocks down. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> we'll keep him around. We'll keep him around for a while. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. So we're excited to keep sharing stories like this throughout the fall. Um, and we're really hoping that these stories are conversation starters um, during our, or not during our gatherings. Hopefully you wait till after our gatherings to start conversations with some of our guests that we have on throughout the fall. But yeah, we're just hoping to start to, to share more stories of how we're seeing God at work in between and that that can start a conversation in person as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, we're excited for the other guests that we have on and mm-hmm. uh, just wait because we've we've got some really good things to talk yeah. about. Yeah. See you next time.